All right, welcome back to the Gospel for Life around the table today. Pastor Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring, Pastor Russ Herman from Cloverdale, and I'm Josh Bells from The Well Church. We're going to get right to it today because these these are the funnest shows of the year where we actually get to do a summer reading list. Now, I think we misunderstood each other wait, wait, a little you, bit. You, on, do, you always make fun of me for irregardless. And did you, I say something wrong? You say funnest. Oh, that's totally a word. No. <laughs> Irregardless of what you think, yep. funnest is totally okay, a word. Very good. Very good. <laughs> now, I think there was a little bit of a, a misunderstanding when we got to the studio this morning because we realized that Jonathan and I, we got a summer list together for what books other people should read, and you got a list together for what you are going to read. Yeah, this this is my idea. <laughs> Actually, he's not going to read them. He's just, <laughs> these are the books he's going to buy. Yeah. I, this is entirely my fault. I <laughs> failed to communicate clearly on this. I thought we were, I had said to the guys, let's come and just talk about our, our summer reading list. Um, but I, I don't think that came out as clearly in, in my mouth, out of my mouth. As, as in it, your mind. Yes, it was in my mind. We, we yeah. are in the studio off days. Usually we come in on another day and we're just trying to fill in some space in between uh a couple shows that we've done. We finished up a series, and it just seemed like a good yeah. time just to talk about books, which is something pastors do very easily. Well, actually, you know, there is an apologetic for books. You guys remember when Paul was in prison at the yeah. end of his life, and what did he say? He said, Tychicus, I have sent to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak and that I left with Carpus at Troas, and also the books. Yeah. And above all, the parchment. So we have a theology of books from the Apostle Paul himself. Well, we, well, we do know that of the making of books, there is no end also. <laughs> That's right. And I would just say that as we're giving you summer reading lists, um, whether it's things we've read or not read, um, at the end of the day, these supplement your time in God's Word. Yeah. So I would never sacrifice your time in God's Word to read what we're suggesting today. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it's an either-or um, I would advocate for a both and that you're in God's word, that you're in good books that yeah. that also encourage you in the most faith. of us most of us know of pastors or um, you know people we've looked up to who have extensive libraries. you know there's there you know there's some people that are just known for their library, whether it's Joel Beakey or Al Moeller or even Warren Wearsby. I can remember years ago um, Listening to Warren Wearsby, and his wife was re- making a reference to the fact that they had moved, and they were looking for a house with a library attached. <laughs> um, and you know, and Wearsby had made the comment one time that uh, you know readers are leaders. And in fact, you know, this is something that we can instill in our own children is the the value of a good book and to encourage that kind of reading among our children. If it's a summer reading that we're talking about, um, this is something you can encourage your children to do when they're out of school is to, and, and by giving them some good book, they'll, they'll do that. So the first day, we're just going to talk about books on Christian living and practical theology. I only have two, but so, but, but I want to talk about them a little bit. So do you you guys want me to give them one first? You can give your books. Yeah, like I said, you didn't give me the list of what we were talking about, so I'm. I'm oh, not it was ta- just I, in I'm the not, text that Russ sent. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't. We're come so in organized with, here. I, I, did not, for I did not come up with my books for Christian living. You know. Okay, so here here's the two books I have. This so, is the Gospel for Life. So all of it's for life. That's right. <laughs> 
So uh, the first book is a book called The Daily Prayer Book by John Stoughton. And this was actually written in 1872. I just have a reprint um, in my, my greasy little hands. You can find this, of course, on Amazon. Now, what this book does is it gives you seven weeks of morning and evening prayers. And then at the end of it, it gives you special occasion prayers. Now, the reason why I like um, this book called The Daily Prayer Book is because, first of all, the prayers are full of scripture and not in an awkward way. It's not like he he prays this clause and then he gives you the address. No, he weaves it in masterfully into the, the prayer and it, and it follows the Acts model. So he, he very much begins with adoration of God, um, declaring God's praises back to him. He goes to confession, he goes to thanksgiving, he goes to supplication. And what this does for me is that often I'm in my office, I wanna pray, but I'm, I don't know what to pray and I'm out of words. And so I pick up this book, I use it weekly. Um, this teaches me to pray for things that are often very far from my mind. It's actually one of my most used books that I have. What is the title of it again? The Daily Prayer Book by John Stoughton. Mm-hmm. And um, let me just read uh, a little teeny sample from it. Um, uh, before you do that, I think you've mentioned um, another book that you just recently purchased that does something similar to this that's uh, a modern holiness um, to the Lord or what's the – Oh, Every Moment Holy. Every Moment Holy. Every every moment moment holy. holy. Yep. Oh, there's uh, – And I that's can, focusing uh, very much on special occasion that's prayers. Correct. That's I can, correct. I can actually add to that another book in that same venue would be a book called Be Thou My Vision, a mm. liturgy for daily worship. And, and it does uh, something similar. It, it has – it has different readings, but it also has um, you know these these prayers. Uh, you know, so it it goes through a little liturgy to begin your day. Yeah. Be thou my vision, a liturgy for daily worship, and it's a beautiful, beautifully done book. It's a thirty-one day devotional. Yeah. Um, before you read that selection, just to follow up on what Jonathan's saying. Um, I listened to a podcast by Jonathan Gibson about that book and what he the Be Thou My Vision book. Be Thou My Vision and he, what he what kind of the impetus behind writing it was that he was struggling with his own devotional life and um, this was developed during COVID and then what he found was that that type of liturgy type of approach to his devotions um, was helpful for him. Yeah. And so it, it's on my to read list as well as um, I think we all just need I, I help with our devotional life. I picked up a copy of this yes. just recently. We were talking about even asking Jonathan Gibson to be one of our speakers yep, sometimes. That's correct. And uh, he's written he he wrote uh, this little children's book called "What the Moon Is Always Full." Uh, the moon is always round. The bo- moon is always round, and it and it talks about you know even though you can only see a, a crescent moon or a half moon and and that you know that the moon is always round and this is something that we see about god's own um you know in his providence you know we we know that god is always just and right and good and true and so he's he's weaving that kind of story into a children's message yeah here's the smallest excerpt from this book called called the daily prayer book by john stoughton so after he praises god at the beginning on a monday evening this is what he says he says and thou wilt listen to us O god Thou art very great, and we are children of the dust, but thou dost not despise the work of thine own hands. Though we have sinned against thee, thou lovest us still. I actually burned that plaque into my office, though we have sinned against thee, thou lovest us still, because it so encapsulates Mm -hmm. the gospel.
I actually have two books on prayer on on my list. The, the first is a book, a new book um, out by Kevin DeYoung, called, just called The Lord's Prayer. And so he works the reader through The Lord's Prayer. And then there's a, a series called Blessings of the Faith. And one of the there's three in the series right now, and I think they're going to continue to put more books into it. But the one um, on prayer is Persistent Prayer by Guy Richard. Um, so there are actually all three of the books in that series I want to read. So Persistent Prayer by Guy Richard, um, Covenantal Baptism by Jason Halopoulos. I don't know if you guys have read that. I've read it. It's good. I've read his book on leadership. And then Expository Preaching by David Strain. And so we sell these at the Reformation Boise Conference. They're just little hardcover books. Mm -hmm. um, And the title of the series is Blessings of the Faith. And so I'm looking forward to all of them. Yeah. Speaking of the Boise Reformation Conference, that's coming up October 21st and 22nd. Go to reformationboise.com. You can register for free. My second book is a little off. So it's a little bit off of in terms of personal devotions, but it very much has to do with Christian living. It's called Whoever Controls the Schools Rules the World by a guy named Gary DeMar. Um, now, I actually think that um, you know if you, if you look at Scripture, when um, Israel was brought into captivity into uh, Babylon, the very first thing that Nebuchadnezzar did was that he put the kids in a re-education program. He changed their diet. He changed their clothing. Name. He changed their name. He changed their education. And this was a, a purposeful event because whoever whoever controls the education system controls the nation this is why if you go back to deuteronomy what are parents um, required to do deuteronomy 6 it's in the shema where the lord the lord is one and then he says and you shall teach this to your children when they rise when they lie down when they walk by the way when they sit in their house and so i i actually believe that far too long um evangelicals in america have farmed off their education to the state and i think it's time that we have to realize, number one, that education is not a neutral thing. There's no mm-hmm. such thing as neutral math facts or neutral history facts or neutral English facts. All education is meant to bring glory to God. And if we suck the glory of God in worship out of our education, then we're not giving our kids a Christian education. And so, very good book, Whoever Rules, uh, Whoever Controls the Schools, Rules the World by Gary DeMar. Pretty short, probably about 150 pages. In um, connection to our upcoming Reformation Boise Conference on the Church, I do have two books on my to-read list um, dealing with the church. The first is a book by Dustin um, Bingen called The Loveliest Place, and the other is Sinclair Ferguson's Devoted to God's Church. I have not read The Loveliest Place. I've just begun um, Sinclair Ferguson's um, Devoted to to God's Church. Yes, that that, and I think that book came out um, you know, a couple of years ago, devoted to God's it church, did. and it is a really good book. We've we've read that uh, and used that as the foundation of some evening meetings that we've done at at uh, at Dayspring. So it's it's a really good book. Mm. I can recommend it highly. Um, you know, I you know, in terms of what we're talking here, I didn't put together a list of of books that I thought we should read. I'm thinking that everybody's summer reading. Nothing really changes uh, for most people, except that they might have a week's vacation somewhere, and they might want to pick up a, a good read. Uh, one of the one of the books that I've always loved, I I love Charles Spurgeon, and he wrote a book called Spurgeon's Practical Wisdom or Plain Advice for Plain People, and uh, just to give you a taste of what he the kind of stuff that you'll find here. 
he he writes a little bit of a foreword. He says, friendly readers. The last time I made a book, I trod on some people's corns and bunions, and they wrote me angry letters asking, did you mean me? This time, to save them the expense of a halfpenny card, I will begin my book by saying, whether I please or whether I tease, I'll give you my honest mind. If the cap should fit, pray wear it a bit. If not, you can leave it behind. And and there's there, he he does um, pastorally dig, uh, you know, certain uh, issues, but he does it. Um, he's writing under the pseudonym of John Plowman, just a plain guy writing about plain things that he's observed. Great book, Spurgeon's Practical Wisdom, and it's something that you can read for not only entertainment but for for just good wisdom, wisdom about the things of God. Yeah. I think a book that's on my list that's in that same vein is a book by um, G.K. Chesterman called Orthodoxy. Chesterman? Chesterman. Chesterton. 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 Is that Chesterton's oh my brother? Goodness. Chesterman? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Orthodoxy, right? I have never read it, um, but so many people make reference to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're reading, you'll find that people refer to Orthodoxy all the time. And so... I feel like I'm missing out um, by not have not having read the book. I think that that book he he's trying to search for what is true, and he and he basically comes back to just the foundations of orthodoxy, and he does it as only G.K. Chesterton can. Of course, just a footnote: he he was a a Roman Catholic, mm-hmm. and he didn't like Calvinism. So, I mean, just read with the uh, read with discernment, right? Um, Along the line of your book about the the schooling, I have a whole bunch of uh, Francis Schaeffer mm. books on my list to read list, and one of them is um, a Christian Manifesto. So good. Um, so I've started it, but I haven't finished the book, and so that's also on my to read. Right. Well, this has been the Gospel for Life. Please, uh, if you've if you're if you're saying to yourself, "Man, I want to get some of these books," just so go subscribe to our podcast. You can listen to this program again and figure out the books for your summer reading list. This has been the Gospel for Life. We'll see you next time.